Good day, folks. Pastor Jim Thomas from the Village Chapel here in Nashville, Tennessee, with your daily devotional. Reading once again from Paul Tripp's book, New Morning Mercies. Uh, clearly, if you've been following me at all, you you know this is one of my favorites of all time. And uh, if you don't have a copy of that, I want to really recommend you buy one and start working through it. Uh, this particular writing that he's got for today is about something I'm sure none of you struggle with. Uh, it's about grumbling and complaining. And it uh, it struck home with me, so I'm hoping it'll strike. I won't be alone, and it'll strike home with you a little bit too. So. Paul's so uh, insightful on this particular issue and helps us to see it as a gospel issue. And uh, so let's let's listen to Paul Tripp. He says, today you'll spend solitary moments of conversation with yourself, either listing your complaints or counting your blessings. And so there you go. You've got two paths in front of you, in front of you, don't you? As do I. <clears throat> Think with me for a moment, Paul Tripp says. Do you live a life of blessing or complaint? It is so easy to grumble. And everybody said, amen. That's true, it is, yeah. It is so easy to find fault. It is so easy to be discontent. It is so easy to find things that are less than you want them to be. It is so easy to be irritated and impatient. It is so easy to groan and moan about the difficulties of life. It is so easy to be dissatisfied. And uh, it's that kind of honesty um, and, you know, just blunt honesty, frankly, that we need more of in the church and in this world in general, but certainly in the church um, <clears throat> because we constantly putting on masks and trying to hide these things about ourselves. What's at the root? Let's see what Paul Tripp has to say. Why are these things so easy? Well, they're easy because sin still causes us to make it all about us. Because sin really is selfishness at its core, we all still tend to shrink our worlds down to the small confines of our wants, our needs, and our feelings. Oh my goodness, man, he is really starting to mess with us, isn't he? <laughs> this is great. I appreciate this kind of, you know, it's like somebody running a plow through some fallow ground. Just break it up. We got to do it. We got to face the facts here, right? He says, then we tend to judge the good of our lives by how much of what we want we are able to actually have. At street level, it is tempting to live a God-forgetful, me-istic existence. If you put yourself in the center of your world, you will find plenty of things to complain about. <laughs> it is also true that you live in a fallen world where people and things are not functioning the way God intended. This world really is terribly broken. Life here really is hard. You face all kinds of difficulties, big and small. People disappoint you. They make your life hard. Obstacles appear in your way. In some way, the fallenness of your world enters your door every day. Combine the hardships of life in this fallen world with the self-centeredness of sin, and you have a recipe for disaster, or at least for a miserable life of discontent. 
So again, uh, thank you, Paul Tripp, for not only the honesty, but the insight here. This is really good. So I have two things working against me. One of them is the fallen world I live in. The other is my self-centeredness, my sinful self. And uh, so let's see what he's got. Two more paragraphs to turn this uh, this reading around, and I I think he's going to do. I've already read it, so he's do, he does a great job. Let me let me finish up here. The Bible does not see grumbling and complaining as little things. In Deuteronomy one, Moses recounts how the people of Israel murmured or grumbled about their lives, and embedded in that murmuring were questions about the goodness and wisdom of God. God's assessment was that by their grumbling, the people had rebelled against him. They had shown they were unwilling to do what he had called and enabled them to do. The joy or complaint of your heart, the joy or complaint, either one, of your heart always shapes your willingness to trust God and to do his will. Oh, now there, that's interesting. What is the joy? What is the complaint? of our hearts today. Really good for us to think that through a little bit, pray that through. Even like King David to pray, search me, Lord, and uh, and try me, test me. See if there be any wicked way in me. Um, well, Paul Tripp goes on uh, as he wraps up this last paragraph. Complaining forgets God's grace. It ignores his presence. It fails to see the beauty of his promises. It, complaining, allows the display of his splendor in creation to go unnoticed. It questions his goodness, faithfulness, and love. It wonders, it, complaining, wonders if he is there and if he cares. If you believe in God and his control over everything that exists, then you have to accept that all of your grumbling is ultimately grumbling against him. Yes, it is so easy to complain. It is so easy to forget the daily blessings that fall down on each of us. Our readiness to complain is another argument for the forgiving and rescuing grace that Jesus, without complaint, willingly died to give us. Wow, so it really comes down to a gospel issue, doesn't it? And Paul Tripp has done a great great service to us here uh, in his book, New Morning Mercies, by the way, just to remind you where this came from, but of uh, diagnosing the problem, fallen world, sinful selves, and diagnosing that that combination of things is what's led us to the grumbling and complaining that we do, and that that they even that that our grumbling and complaining actually manifests a certain amount of unbelief in our hearts, doesn't it? Yeah, I like the way Keller says so often that my anxiety is usually me thinking God will not get it right, and my anger, whenever that manifests itself my complaining and grumbling, my anger, is usually me thinking God got it wrong. So one is anticipating what's coming, anxiety. The other is 
being angry about what has happened. And both um, really spring from our sinful selves, this fallen world, this collision of those two things or this mixture of those two things, as Paul Tripp says, is a recipe for disaster for us. And the solution, of course, is to get on our knees before God, lift up the empty hands of faith, remind ourselves of who he is. When we pray, our Father who art in heaven, he is indeed the one whose kingdom and will and name, we, we want all of that, we want everything to be about him. And we so often uh, fail uh, or fall, I should say, by making it all about us. So once again, that opening uh, statement that he made there, today you will spend solitary moments of conversation with yourself either listing your complaints or counting your blessings. Those blessings from the hand of an almighty sovereign God who we trust even in the midst of this fallen world. And even as we struggle with our, with our own selves and selfishness. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for this honest assessment of what's gone wrong with the world and what's gone wrong with my world and our world. Uh, Lord, pray for each and every one of us, um, whether driving to work or driving home from work or just sipping coffee together or breakfast, whatever it is my friends are doing today. And and uh, as I get done with this, I pray that each and every one of us will be able to walk in the light of your glory and grace, trusting you and resting in your sovereignty, in your wisdom. And Lord, that even as we come before you and pray to you, Lord, grant us the faith that leads to repentance, a joyful repentance because of your amazing grace. And help us to receive that grace and walk in the light of it, as I said earlier. Lord, pray that each and every one of my friends here uh, that might be listening or watching uh, this podcast this morning um, that you'd transform our hearts in such a way that we'd see the difference um, start to bear fruit in our lives, that we would move away from complaining and grumbling, Lord, to trusting and resting and even delighting in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. Daily Devotions with Pastor Jim Thomas is a resource of the Village Chapel in Nashville, Tennessee. If you find this daily devotional beneficial, leave a review and share it with friends and family. For more resources or to support our ministry, visit our website, thevillagechapel.com. Artwork for this podcast by Kim Thomas. Music by Phil Kagey.